No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 135, which calls the people to praise the Lord, for He is great in creation and has defeated Israel's enemies, unlike the idols of the nations that are dead and do nothing. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. So many of the Psalms are actually opportunities to praise the Lord. Psalm 135 is like that. Psalm 135, praise the Lord, praise the name of the Lord, praise him, O you servants of the Lord, you who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God, praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises to his name, for it is pleasant, for the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel for his special treasure. In these first four verses, the covenant name of the Lord, Yahweh, or Jehovah, appears six times. His name means I am. That is the self-existing or becoming one. He becomes to us whatever it is that we need, for he is the creator and author of life. Now, the Hebrew word is Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And many of the Psalms begin this way. They are praise songs. If only we knew the tune and we could sing them. Those servants of the Lord who stood in the house of the Lord were especially called upon to praise the Lord. We who are called ministers should be the first to offer praise to God for who he is and for what he has done. And the pastor of a church may not be a musician, but he is a worship leader as we lead the people to give to the Lord the worship he is due. Why do we praise God? Because he is good. God is good all of the time. All of the time, God is good. Even when times are hard, even when we are enduring miserable or sorrowful, painful circumstances, these things do not change God's character. Jesus said that in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. And God is still good regardless. He is working in all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And to those of us who have been adopted into his family because of our faith in Jesus Christ, truly, He is a good, good father. Now, the Lord chose Jacob for himself, and Israel was his chosen treasure. Israel enjoyed the special covenant relationship with God, and they were his special treasure. They received the law at Mount Sinai. They inherited the promises given to Abraham, and from them, comes the Messiah. As Jesus said, salvation is from the Jews. They didn't receive these things because they were more deserving than other nations. Their election was by God's sovereign grace. The same is true for us. God has chosen us according to his foreknowledge, but what a wonderful thing it is that he would choose us. 
knowing everything about us. By grace, we are saved through faith. Hallelujah. Verse five, for I know that the Lord is great and our Lord is above all gods. Whatever the Lord pleases, he does in heaven and in earth, in the seas and in all deep places. He causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain. He brings the wind out of his treasuries. I know that the Lord is great. This speaks of intimate and personal knowledge. The psalmist came to know by observation and acquaintance that God is great. He has proven himself. Do you have such personal and experiential knowledge that God is great? Also, the Lord is above all gods. Now, there are no other gods. The Lord declares in Isaiah 44, 8, that there is no other God besides him. I know not one, he says. All the other so-called gods of the nations were false and lifeless, or else they were demons. And yet Israel had a bad track record of turning from worshiping the living God, Jehovah, to worshiping these dead idols and false gods. Now, the Lord does whatever he pleases. He has mercy on whom he has mercy. He has compassion on whom he has compassion. No one can say, why have you done this? Or why have you made me this way? Or what are you doing, Lord? You can't ask these questions, but I mean, you could try to ask these questions, but God doesn't have to answer you. We are nothing but clay and he is the potter. He is sovereign in heaven on earth, in the seas, and in the deep places. Do you know he's even sovereign in the deep places of Washington, D.C.? He causes vapors to ascend, that is, water to evaporate. Think of the hydrologic cycle. It is so easy for us to take for granted water evaporating, going into the atmosphere, forming clouds, and depositing snow in the mountains and rain in the valleys. And then it flows through streams and springs and rivers into the ocean. And the whole process is repeated over and over. What a marvelous design. The planet could not sustain life without this cycle. Lightning, rain, and wind all have their places and are managed by God's sovereign genius. When was the last time you gave thanks for the water evaporating off your sidewalk? He destroyed the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and beast. He sent signs and wonders into the midst of you, O Egypt, upon Pharaoh and all his servants. He defeated many nations and slew mighty kings, Sihon, king of the Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan, and gave their land as a heritage, a heritage to Israel, his people." Now, the psalmist finds cause to praise the Lord because of the mighty victories he gave Israel over her enemies. Now, when Pharaoh would not let the people go, the Lord sent 10 plagues against Egypt. And the last plague was the death of the firstborn of both man and beast. 
He sent signs and wonders upon Pharaoh. These were ultimately not only to judge Pharaoh for his refusal to let the people go. I mean, he had asked, well, who is the Lord that I should let the people go? So God was showing them exactly who he was. But he was also judging these false deities of Egypt. Then he defeated the kings of Canaan. Now there was Sihon who came out against Israel, although they did not provoke him, but God gave them all of his land. And then there was Og and then all of the kings of Canaan that Joshua had conquered. God gave them the land. He gave them the victories because these nations were so abhorrently wicked and God gave their lands, their cities, their vineyards all over to his people, Israel, and used them as his instrument of judgment. Your name, O Lord, endures forever. Your fame, O Lord, throughout all generations. For the Lord will judge his people, and he will have compassion on his servants. So God's fame endures throughout all generations. All of these nations that Israel conquered, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Hivites, and all these, uh, you know, we don't even other than the Bible, we don't even talk about them anymore, but the Lord's fame endures for all generations and he will judge his people and have compassion. Now, here's the thing. When you belong to the Lord, when you're one of his people, like Israel or a believer in Jesus Christ, then God does not punish us per se. He doesn't pour his wrath out upon us like he will the world. He doesn't condemn us. No, but he will chasten us. He will judge his people. He will bring discipline to his people. And why does he do this? Well, ultimately because he has compassion upon us. He doesn't want sin to get a hold of us and go unchecked in our lives. The idols of the nations are silver and gold. The work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they do not speak. Eyes they have, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. Nor is there any breath in their mouths. Those who make them are like them. So is everyone who trusts in them. Now, this is almost verbatim to the passage in Psalm 115. But it's talking about the fact that man has this tendency to make idols. And an idol is ultimately an alternative form of worship. And therefore, it comes between us and our worship of God. Now, the idols of the nations, he said, are just silver and gold. They they make them out of these metals, but they are just merely the work of human hands. And because they are the work of human hands, they are actually less than the hands that made them. They have mouths, you know, that are formed, but those mouths can't speak. They have eyes, but those eyes can't see. They have ears, but they can't hear the prayers that you may offer to this God. Now, who would want a God like this? It's completely powerless. It can't do anything. It can't even breathe. It's lifeless. So how is it that you would form this and then say, this is my God? It doesn't make any sense. So those who make them and trust in them become like them. They are just as senseless, 
just as dumb and stupid as the idols that they make. And they are dead, just as the idols are dead, dead in trespasses and sins, dead in idolatry. Bless the Lord, O house of Israel. Bless the Lord, O house of Aaron. Bless the Lord, O house of Levi. You who fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Blessed be the Lord out of Zion who dwells in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. And so the mere fact that we can even bless the Lord astounds me. What could I possibly give to him that would bless him? And yet we can by giving him the sacrifice of, of thanksgiving and praise. And so the call to just praise the Lord, and and I love this, those who fear the Lord, bless the Lord. So many of the people became aware of God, especially during the first century. There were the God-fearers. They weren't Jews. They had not been circumcised, but they could respect the God of the Jews, the the monotheistic God of the Jews and could see that he was holy and that he had a holy law. And so they feared God. And so those of us that would fear God, of course, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If we would fear God, we would keep his commandments. But he says, but the psalmist says here, praise the Lord, bless the Lord, you who fear the Lord. Blessed be the Lord out of Zion, who dwells in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we look at Psalm 136, where the psalmist calls everyone to give thanks to the Lord, for he manifests his great wonders and works on behalf of his people. His mercy endures forever. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.